funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee. Streetwise Athlone In this series, we learn about the old and recent history of the streets of Athlone, hear the thoughts and memories of locals and tourists, and the changes we might see in the future. Episode 12, College Park and West Lodge. Historian Garrod O'Brien tells us about the history of the area. It often comes as a great surprise to people to realise that the Shamrock Lodge and the area around it is actually in the townland of Baylock, because we mostly associate Baylock with the village of the same name on the western edge of the town. But the townland of Baylock comprises over 350 acres. The Shamrock Lodge is one of the longer established Athlone hotels. It started life as a gentleman's residence, probably built for John Robinson about the year 1820. John Robinson was a member of a well-known distilling family in Athlone. His brother owned a house called The Park, just across the canal from the Shamrock Lodge, which had a large distillery attached. It was one of the two distilleries which were each producing between 40,000 and 50,000 gallons of whisky per annum in the 1830s. The Shamrock Lodge was later the residence of the Cone family. The Cones were at loan agents for Guinness. And in the late 1950s, the family opened the Shamrock Lodge as a family-run hotel. Since the 1970s, it has had a few changes of ownership, the present owner being Mr Paddy McCall. Among the more famous guests who stayed in the hotel in the early years were Princess Grace of Monaco and her family and Queen Salate of Tonga. Close to the Shamrock Lodge is West Lodge, a small private estate designed as a crescent of houses with a green area in front. West Lodge obviously takes its name from its proximity to the west of the hotel. Also on the canal banks, Just downstream from the Shamrock Lodge is a house called the Willows, where the family of the novelist John Broderick lived in the early 1950s. It was later the residence of the McCarrick family. The Canal Banks Housing Estate is an attractive local authority housing estate which was built by Athlone Urban District Council in 1995. In the 20th century, the park was the home of the Lister family, one of the great merchant families of Athlone. When the Listers moved out in 1960, it was acquired for use as a boys' secondary school, a diocesan college for the Diocese of Elfin. Father John Feeney, a native of Scrimogue, County Roscommon, was the first headmaster. The school was called St Aloysius College. It closed down in 2017 with the opening of St Kieran's College, Summerhill. At the time that St Aloysius College opened, in the early 1960s, the remains of the old Robinson's distillery buildings, including a large industrial chimney, were still standing. They have long since disappeared. The house itself is a listed building. The Athlone Canal was developed in 1757 to bypass the rapids in the bed of the river in Athlone and thus enable navigation through the town for the first time. After the completion of the Shannon Navigation Works in Athlone in the 1840s, the canal became redundant. 
An old lock on the canal was then used to power a mill. This in time became Heaton's Mill. It was also the site of a skating rink in Athlone. The modern bridge across the canal on the Clanown Road is known as Mick McQuaid's Bridge. It was built to facilitate those from Clanown coming into town. For years, an anonymous caller used to drop into the offices of the Westmead Independent, calling for such a bridge to be built. The late John Glennon encouraged him to send in a letter to the editor, which they would publish. However, the man felt it was sufficient that he would just call in when he was in town to make his point. It is said that John Glennon used to write the letters on his behalf and signed them Mick McQuaid after a well-known brand of pipe tobacco. When the bridge was eventually built, the locals called it Mick McQuaid's Bridge. Below Mick McQuaid's Bridge is an area known as the Meadows, or the Queen's Meadows, which was once ordnance grounds for the British Army. This is part of the Shannon Callows, land that floods in the winter and is well fertilised for grass growth in the summer. For many years the Athlone Agricultural Show held its annual show in the showgrounds in these meadows. The area is one of the last refuges of the corncrake, a once common summer visitor which has now all but died out in Ireland. Tim gives us a little background on Cherith Baptist Church. I'm part of a church called Cherith Athlone Baptist Church and uh, we're located here on Battery Road just uh, across from West Lodge down behind the Shamark Lodge. And how long have you been here? Yeah, so we, uh, the church purchased the property back in December of 94 and the little building that we're sitting in uh, was built between uh, the summer of 95 and March of 97. Been open since and uh, working into the community since that time as well. And you integrate, interact with the community? Yeah, we do, we do quite a lot, uh, a lot of work here in the local area, particularly up in the Battery Heights, uh, kids clubs and working with their community programs as well, but then also right across the, the town itself. So um, what sort of we'll say services or, or yes. facilities do you provide to? Yeah, so we meet uh, every week on a Sunday morning at 10.30 a.m. We also have a midweek meeting uh, that meets on Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. And that's an open time any, for anybody, Bible study and fellowship. And then we also have moms and tots groups that meet on Thursday mornings, ladies meetings that meet on Tuesdays, kids clubs on Wednesday afternoons. And so we're really trying to work into our community as much as, uh, as, much as we can. Kevin Boxer Moran has a big idea for the canal dividing West Lodge and College Park. I'd love to see the canal opened up full stop. I would. I'd, I'd love to see barges, uh, let to be smaller, big coming up that way. And great for tourism, great for the town. It was closed a number of years ago. You can say why and which and why did it after. Why why do we allow it up? I, I'm not going to debate that one, but I am saying people do use the area the amenity area that's there people do use it from a, ch- a children's point of view i see them playing every day i'd be hard to upset that but everyone have to buy into it to make it happen but again down further that we have mcquay's bridge is better known on that loan in mcquay's bridge that's been removed in terms of flood defenses i'm removing mcquay's bridge putting with a new uh, bridge in relation there because it does hold back water but this time we put it in we put in that it'll be fit for purpose but for years and years to come but to transform that area, to, it'd be lovely if you could get boats going from A to B down that old system. People would love it. I'd love it. I know the people of Athlone would love it. But it's, it's something that's further down the road. It's something that needs to be well debated. But we have transformed the canal and we're not finished. I wouldn't be saying to anyone, we're going to widen the canal, dig it a day. 
what I'd be saying is, is there a field to do something like that? We'd have to engage with everyone. People that listen to this show will say, is he mad? They're not going there, there. And they're, they're probably right. But at the same time, when you have a vision, and if people want to see that vision uh, and see what it'll turn out like, you have to get designs drawn and show it to people, show them that it'll work. And if it'll work, people buy into it. If they don't, then it's, it's, you, you kill it there and then. But what we have, what we can do, is because of where we are, we can see it, as I said to you, come up now as far as Walsh's pub from the other end, and maybe raising the road below Talbot Avenue, the boats could actually come up as far as there and back down. That's something that can be looked at. The land is there to do that. But listen, it's it's off up here. It's 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 a vision of mine that might never ever ever happen. And people as I said to be listening say it won't. But at least I have I have that vision and it's something I'll talk to the people about when the time is right. We make a visit to hear people's memories of the area. Ah, yeah, it was the old hotel there. Uh, Frank Coglin owned it at the time. And was it similar as it is the change? Oh, no, there's big changes in that hotel since Paddy McCall took it over, yeah. Most definitely. Uh, Shamrock Lodge Hotel, I was at my aunt's wedding and my son, he was about five or six, at the, no, he was a bit more, maybe six, seven, and he went missing. I suppose it was maybe half an hour, but it felt like a lifetime to me. And eventually some man that was at the wedding found him at the top of a tree in the Shamrock Lodge Hotel. <laughs> Streetwise Athlone. Historical research and presentation by Garrod O'Brien. Additional research by Damien McCallum. Interviews by Amanda Gunning, Ursula Ledwith, Mel Ray and Erica Follows-Smith. Editing by Kyle McCallum. Produced by Amanda Gunning. The additional contributors to this episode were Tim Montgomery and Kevin boxer Moore. Funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.